Have you heard about Propane Taxi? Propane Taxi is a propane grill tank home delivery service, and it's ridiculously easy to order a propane grill tank delivered right to your door. Now's the perfect time of year to get outside and grill with family and close friends or heat up the patio. Make sure you've got propane for any occasion. Go to propanetaxi.com, use promo code TANK10, and your first tank exchange is just $10. Promo code TANK10 for a $10 tank exchange. No delivery fees, no commitment, and no contact. Propanetaxi.com. Propane grill tank home delivery. Promo code TANK10. Handle on the news. Late edition. Handle on the news. You can't be that wrong that many times in a row unless you're working at it. And now, here's Bill Handel. It is a uh, Friday, uh, December 18th, a uh, week before uh, Christmas uh, and uh, followed by New Year. So we're in the middle, of course, the holiday season. A uh, lot going on today, as you can imagine, uh, mainly COVID news, if nothing else. Uh, good news, the FDA approved mo- uh, mo- the Moderna vaccine. So next week, that starts going uh, numbers of the cases are unfortunately heading straight through the roof. And uh, it is being reported uh, that uh, L.A. County, no more beds, no more ICU beds. Done. Finished. You have uh, COVID? Go someplace else. No, thank you. You basically become a, um, a door-to-door salesperson. Nah, not interested. Go someplace else. But I'm selling you COVID. Nah, not today. All right. Uh, let us move. We have, we have a super segment of Handle on the News. So uh, new break till the top of the hour. And let's do it. Handle on the News, late edition. Super segment uh, with Wayne Resnick and Jennifer Jones-Lee and me. Lead story. We've been talking all morning long about um, the fact that Uh, The uh, number of vaccines that will be received, particularly L.A. County, is 40 percent less than was promised. And that's for next week. And we 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 talked about it. Is it we're not getting an answer? Is it distribution? Is it manufacturing? Uh, Pfizer said, oh, no, distribution is fine. Manufacturing is fine. We have millions of doses sitting in our warehouse. It's just that we're not being told by the government where to send them because uh, all of uh, the distribution issues is all controlled by the Pentagon. The Pentagon is controlling the distribution and Pfizer saying, hey, they won't tell us. Now, we talked about this earlier and it turns out that the Pentagon, of course, is decimated. Uh, The president has fired the entire hierarchy of the Pentagon And uh, the person who is running the uh, Pentagon now is a janitor who happened to be working there and uh, doesn't really have the experience of distributing hundreds of millions of doses of vaccine. Although the place is very clean, I must tell you that the offices are sparkling. And I was wrong. I was wrong just earlier today because I said I had faith in the Pentagon. They were running the logistics. I heard interviews with the guy who's overseeing that process and that I had a lot of faith in them. But it appears like somebody has dropped the ball unless the Pentagon tells somebody else in the government who tells Pfizer 
and it's the middleman of information who's holding it up. But in any event, this doesn't look good because Pfizer is saying we're ready to ship it. And we have it. We have it. We're ready. There's no reason on our end that you shouldn't be getting your full allotment. Something's going on at the governmental level. Yeah. We need an interview with uh, that janitor uh, who holds up a mop uh, like American Gothic and uh, then goes ahead and discusses the issue. Mayor Garcetti has said that hospitals are telling him and his staff if L.A. continues its upward trend of COVID-19 cases and and, uh, people in the hospital, that medical facilities will go under. And uh, the mayor said hospital officials are telling him that uh, going under means that they won't be able to adequately service COVID patients or patients of other ailments. I think that's what they're concerned about, too, is... And we were talking to Jim Keeney uh, earlier uh, about that issue. It's not just the lack of beds for the ICU uh, for COVID patients, but also uh, all the other patients who can't get surgery, uh, elective surgery. And he pointed out uh, elective surgery isn't just a nose job, for example. Uh, How about a woman who has cancer, breast cancer, and needs the surgery? And she's going to wait months. Now, is that going to kill her? Probably not. But can you imagine waiting to have uh, the surgery? Or you need a hip replaced or a knee replaced and you live in pain even months longer. So uh, it's a tough one. And here's what I'm frightened of is uh, the Christmas rush. Matter of fact, uh, that's our next story. Well, Fauci says he's not the grouchy. Oh, very good. Or the Grinchy. People have been yelling uh, at Dr. Fauci saying he's basically telling people to cancel Christmas. And he has said, no, 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 you don't have to cancel it. You can still spend time with your family. Here's his quote. I'm just asking people to be careful when it comes to travel that may not be necessary, travel that you can avoid. And when you get together, try to make some limitation on it. Yeah, that's not what he said. If you look at his previous statements, it is don't travel during Christmas. That's right. No issue. Don't do it. So do you think he's he actually is reacting to the public outcry and trying to like. But in softening his message, he is also muddying his message. He is. Yes. And, you know, he's had a very interesting uh, situation dealing with all this, uh, because uh, at one point he uh, he's part of the task force uh, and. The um, who reports to the president and the president, while he's saying all of his crapola, it's a hoax. uh, None of it is true. It's being overblown. The media, the fake uh, fake news, et cetera. He has been sitting there pushing like crazy for masks and social distancing. And at the same time, can't seem to completely contradict the president. You know how he danced around this thing uh, initially, now he's just getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And I think it's going to reach a point where, uh, he is going to say probably by next week, uh, don't pay attention to that lunatic in the white house. Uh, pay attention to me. I think he's going to reach that point. All right. Well, zoom wants to help get into the holiday spirit. So right now it has a 40-minute limit on call lengths for three subscribers. 
And they say, nope, we're going to lift that during the holidays. So the first is the end of Hanukkah from now until Saturday morning. The second stretch will go from December 23rd to December 26th. And the last will go from December 30th to January 2nd. So now they say you can chat with your family all day long if, of course, everybody has a good connection, which doesn't always happen. Although, you know, 40-minute Zoom calls, I mean, who in God's name do you want to spend 40 minutes with uh, uh, in any conversation? Well, it's kind of a lot of people are doing actually kind of cool things. Like they'll play a game while they're on the Zoom call or they'll boring. do a sketch. No, it's cute. You'll have one person. All right. Cute Jen, and boring. Jen, don't try to convince him. You would, you yeah. would have more success trying to touch your left elbow right now with your left hand no, I mean, than you know, convincing great him. Point. I'm, I'm fine with uh, a Zoom call for the holidays. You know, go on and go, hey, happy holidays, and you hang up. You're done. Wow. Yeah. No Zoom scavenger hunt. No Zooms bingo with the family. Bingo with the family? <laughs> yes. What, are you out of your mind? Bingo with the family? Good <laughs> God. Wow. Oh, I'd rather have see. a root canal than play bingo with the family. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of on your side on this one, Bill. Uh, all right. We're getting some more information about exactly what happened during that mass shooting at the Borderline Bar and Grill back in 2018. And, of course, um, you had a sheriff's deputy who was killed, and now we know how it happened. They, You may remember this guy showed up there very paramilitary style and started shooting up the place. Law enforcement responded. That guy's shooting at them. They start to back out of the bar. So what happened is the deputy who was killed, Sergeant Ron Helis, he tripped when he was backing out of the bar. He tripped over some rope, went down. A CHP officer who responded was returning fire back into the bar. And when Sergeant Helis stood up again, that's when he caught uh, a round of friendly fire. Have you guys seen the video? No. There's a timeline video. It's about eight minutes long of what went down that night. And it starts with a C. I believe it's a. It's an officer. I'm not sure CHP or if it was uh, Ventura County Sheriff. Anyway, it starts with somebody being pulled over. And that's the first time that you hear a bystander say, there's a shooting. There's a shooting at Borderline. Six minutes into the video is when you actually see all of the cops. You see the shooter. You see officer uh, the officer go down. You see him shot. I mean, it's graphic. It's intense. But it shows what actually went down that night. And you can find it on YouTube. All right. There's a dentist in Wisconsin who is accused of breaking teeth in an insurance fraud scheme. You'll be a so he'd tell you, hey, you need a root canal. Then you come in for your root canal. He breaks your teeth with a drill and then charges your insurance company more for the additional procedure. And this guy apparently performed more than two million worth of these crown procedures between January of 2018 and August of 2019. $2 million worth. Yeah, usually you have uh, medical personnel who commit fraud, insurance fraud, just bill for non-existent patients or non-existent procedures. Right. They don't, they don't actually cause the problem in right. order to fix it. 
Wow. He doesn't so, even know how to do fraud properly. Yeah. yeah. So people coming in with a root canal issue saying, hey, my teeth are fine. I just didn't want to play bingo with my family. Oh, my God. When it comes to uh, holiday ornaments, probably stick to the round ones. A woman has been arrested for stabbing her sister with a pointy Christmas ornament. Uh, Here's another rule. Don't intervene if uh, somebody's arguing with their boyfriend, because that's what happened. Shirley Rogers is arguing with her boyfriend. Her sister steps in to try to calm her down. Rogers pushes his sister away, grabs the cone-shaped Christmas ornament, and stabs her in the torso. You know, celebrating Christmas will kill you every time. Uh, I'm going to strongly suggest you don't. And if you do, you want to do it on Zoom uh, because you can do it for a very long time, uh, and also you can't get stabbed. Well, this is a point that nobody can refute. All right, a guy in Utah has been arrested. Uh, Let's just start with the fact that he was a fugitive. So I'm not sure how cops found him in the first place, but he leads cops on this wild chase, right? And he's in a black Toyota SUV. He's accused of ramming into, uh, I believe, a number of patrol cars, an occupied patrol car, other cars. He goes over a fence. He drives over a couple of boulders. Eventually, he gets away, right? But eventually, later in the day, he's found by cops. Where? Inside a clothing dryer at somebody's house. But it wasn't just him they found inside the dryer. What was nice is he had kept his meth pipe with him in the appliance. Hmm. Well, not much to say about that other than uh, I'm sure when they caught him, he wasn't wet. That is true. That's, uh, yeah, it's a good story. Meanwhile, across the globe, Iran has been uh, building something at its underground. Sorry, John. At his underground nuclear facility in Fordo. Now, they're not publicly admitting that they're building anything, but satellite photos tell a different tale. Something's going on over there. Yeah. And it is their uh, nuclear facility uh, where they uh, actually build nuclear weapons. This isn't uh, your. Uh, power plant. This is the physical building where they physically build their nuclear weaponry. And uh, of course, they're denying it. And they're saying we're within uh, the treaty. We're still maintaining uh, all of the terms. And uh, it's just a question of time. And uh, this is where um, a lot of people are going to miss President Trump uh, because uh, Joe Biden uh, is going to go back to normal diplomacy and talk to Iran and try to reinstate the uh, Iran-American nuclear deal or the six-nation deal. And uh, I think the president is absolutely right. And this is where um, Brian Suits comes in and agrees, saying, you know, you're dealing with uh, these guys who are effectively terrorists. I mean, this, uh, this, the government of Iran, uh, what it does, support terrorism all over the world, out and out, no question about it. The rest of the Arab world is scared to death of Iran, which is why you're seeing normalization between those Arab countries and Israel. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, this is where uh, President-elect Biden may really fall in dealing with Iran. Will he, though, stand down and let Israel do something? Or will he actually try to talk Israel out of taking it? I think he'll try to talk Israel out of it. Uh, it's happened before. Yeah, happened before. True. First Gulf War. 
where Israel was being bombed. I mean, being uh, the scuds were flying into Israel, and uh, George H. W. told Israel, "You stay the hell out," and they did. Uh, 1956, uh, President Eisenhower, uh, when Israel uh, was, they attacked Egypt uh, with France. Eisenhower said, get the hell out. And Israel did. So uh, the U.S. has tremendous influence on Israel. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't. I know that if uh, at this point Israel were to attack Iran... Uh, you'd see the White House, uh, well, you'd see uh, uh, everybody in the hierarchy with uh, the, being cheerleaders with pom-poms and screaming, uh, you know, kick him in the ass. Ra ra ra. Yeah. That's I right. me. Ra ra ras. Give me. Uh, yeah, let's just go on. All right. No, I, I think that Joe Biden would stop it. And allow, and it's just a question of time before Iran actually bring comes up with this nuclear weapon and goes, "Hi, look what we have!" Much like North Korea. All right. Well, Joe Biden's going to have to figure out how to deal with Iran and Russia. From Russia. And according to Senator Dick Durbin, we can't be buddies with Vladimir Putin and have him at the same time making a cyber attack on America. Now, you know that uh, Russia has been accused of hacking government agencies, and Durbin calls this virtually a declaration of war. And he's right. What Russia has done is hacked into virtually every agency uh, in the government and has for months and we're being told by cyber experts, we don't even know how deep it goes. We don't know what they've taken. Uh, we don't know how far uh, and how long it's going to last. They have compromised everything. And this is, uh, you're going to hear more and more about this. Right now, this is sort of low-key because of the pandemic, uh, the transition. Uh, but uh, as this thing uh, gains, as this thing gets legs, and there are lots of legs here, it's uh, you, you're going to see a major, major problem. And uh, Joe Biden, again, has a real issue. Does he stand up to Putin? Uh, you know, is this uh, effectively a declaration of war? I would think so. Do you think that because you think he will be kind of wimpy uh, in terms of Iran? Russia is a different kettle of fish. Do you think he'll be wimpy with Russia? Yeah, or he'll be hard against Russia the way that President Trump has not been. I, well, President Trump has this view of Putin that no one really understands. Uh, but uh, I don't know if Joe Biden has the backbone to literally take us to the brink and, and say, either you stop it or we've got some big, big issues. Trump would. Uh, and that's what made uh, President Trump so popular with so many people. He goes, hey, no one's going to screw with our intelligence no one's going to screw with our trade uh i'm going i'm going to the wall on this he hasn't with russia because uh, he thinks putin is uh, a dear friend much like uh the dear leader is a dear friend all right uh texas congressman dan crenshaw pushing back against those who called him out for something on his twitter account rocks Apparently, his Twitter account was following the Twitter account of a $1,500 an hour New York City escort. (laughs) When he was called out on this, he said, everybody should grow up. No one on my staff nor I purposefully followed this account. Thanks for flagging. 
passwords change. So he's he's definitely going with the old we were hacked. Yeah. And how? Well, first of all, is there can you prove it? And number two, can you accidentally uh, follow a hooker who charges fifteen hundred dollars an hour? Uh, I think it'd be pretty hard to follow somebody on Twitter accidentally. I mean, I think his only plausible deniability is somebody on my staff did it. Right. And, and which, by the way, I have no problem believing if multiple people have access right. to his Twitter account that right. one of those people might have decided to go ahead and follow that person instead of following them on their own Twitter exactly. account. Yeah. yeah no, incidentally, if I'm uh, Crenshaw, I go and I'm not going to discipline that person. It's private. You can follow someone. It's not as if he went out and. Uh, spent $1,500 an hour because that means he's stolen money for the campaign. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're done, guys. Yeah, that's right. Papadillas and all these sides are just $6. Wings, chicken poppers, cheese sticks, garlic knots, desserts, they're all just 6 bucks at papajohns.com. 